0: Welcome to Mutual Victory. This is Matt.
1: This is Jeannie. How you doing, honey? I'm doing great. How you doing? <laughs> you great? How you doing, baby? <laughs>
0: this is almost a serious question, because I feel like I haven't seen you all day. I know, it's weird. It's a weird thing. It There'd, was like meeting. It wasn't
1: even like we did parallel play.
0: No. It was like you had a meeting, you had another meeting, then you left, and we both had a meeting. We were both in. Yeah. Then you had something else. I know. So like. We were together for a little bit, but
1: yeah, but not like getting to just chat see,
0: right? Or even like when we work parallel work, we chat see a lot. It was my like meeting day.
1: That's why I had to send you all those TikToks because missed you when you were getting. Yeah, dinner. you said Oh, yeah, you sent them
0: while I was getting dinner. Yeah, I, I didn't see them until I got home.
1: I know, but I had to send them because hadn't seen you all day. All right, it was weird.
0: It was weird. So I I have a hot five. Oh. Uh, I, Hot top five. Hot top five. Did we think of a a name a name for this yet? That's cooler than top five. No.
1: No. Maybe we'll poll our listeners. Okay. Top five. Top hot five. Hot top. Hot rank. Hot top. Rank five. Hot top. The the, the rank. What does hot top
0: sound like? Hot top.
1: Hot top five.
0: (laughs) What's the hot topic? (laughs) What's
1: the hot top? (laughs) What's the hot top? Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. I need you to give me, now this doesn't have to be top five, it can be your favorite, or anything that comes into your head. Oh, dear God. Okay. 80s movie soundtrack.
1: That's how lit soundtracks? Yep. Oh, shit.
0: Well, I mean, it could be any that you think of, your favorite, or anything that pops in your head.
1: Did you think of this after I made the 80s movie reference? I thought of this
0: days ago. Remember really? when we were on a walk? Oh and I said, I have something for the podcast mm. to ask you. And you're like, you're gonna forget. Ba-doop, ba-doop, ba-doop. <laughs> like I'm not gonna forget.
1: And that was what it was. Yep. And then today I was like, we need to have an 80s movie marathon. Yeah. And see, this is how our brains just like, start communicating with each other.
0: It's hilarious you say that. Like our
1: phones communicate with each other. <laughs> it's, but it's our brains. Yep. Mm.
0: Out of our mouths.
1: No. Before it comes out of our mouths.
0: Now you're just stalling. All right, fine. Do you have an answer or? Top, hot top five. It doesn't have to be five. It can be whatever.
1: soundtrack.
0: Yeah. It can be whatever comes in your head, your favorite ones. Don't worry about ranking. None of okay. That.
1: Well, Star Wars.
0: Okay. Now I was even going to go more specific in that not like a soundtrack with various artists and like so pop songs. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a score, so to speak.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> I wasn't going to even think about the difference between those two things.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. okay. It's like, what do I bother? Uh
1: Wayne's World? No, it's 90s.
0: It's 90s, doesn't Shh. count. Yep.
1: 80s is tough. It is tough.
0: Um, okay, do you want me, okay,
1: do you want me okay. to talk okay.
0: about what made me think of this while you think of some? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the story isn't that great. It's like I was out to running errands and for some reason 1980s movies popped in my head i don't know why or what movie so i go to spotify and i was like 1980s and then in the shuffle playlist i didn't get very far until i heard a kenny Loggins song then i went immediately to the top gun soundtrack
1: oh yeah i was
0: like okay we're gonna see this through and this is a good one
1: because you obviously then wanted to listen to take my breath away no. That
0: song, <laughs> like the scene in the movie it's in in Top Gun, automatic automatic skip. Almost I can't even say almost. Always. I can't as soon even as tell you happens, how
1: many yoga playlists that song is on.
0: As soon as that movie as soon as that scene happens, skip. Hmm. When it was on VHS in my parents' house when I was like ten, we recorded it off HBO, fast forward.
1: Was it too sexy? It's too
0: boring. Get to the rock and roll in the airplanes. This is why I'm here. Dear God. (laughs) It was so awful. Just fast forward. The soundtrack, though, is some kick ass. Okay. It's good. And there's a lot of, well, it's one of those things. It's not even like a bunch of songs from the time that they used in the movie. It is clearly like, we're going to have a bunch of artists make songs Mm -hmm. for this movie. Mm. You know, and then... It's like, let's get a, a bunch of artists, rock and roll with some, here's the bullet points that these songs need to cover. It needs to be fast rock. It needs to be songs about pushing the envelope, taking it to the limit, <laughs> etc. I'm like, look at all these songs. I'm like, what was the pitch meeting like? Okay, we need some songs about taking it to the edge. <clears throat> Can you do that? Mm. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Long has understood the assignment. We had different uh, priorities in the 80s. Yes, we did, which is why I asked this question because- I got one. Okay, you got one. Go ahead. She's having a baby. Ooh, wow. You know what's funny? Hmm. Is when I thought of this question, I immediately assembled an 80s movie playlist of, again, not scores, like not Raiders of the Lost Ark, not like Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, all soundtracks with songs. That was not on there. Didn't think of it. Good for you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why that one? What's on it?
1: Uh, Well, you know that I'm bad at song names, but that song, This Woman's Work. Nope. Is on it. Okay. Which is like the most sentimental, romantic, sappy song. What was it called? This Woman's Work.
0: Okay. By Kate Bush. By
1: Kate Bush um we're so grown up we're so grown up uh it's the most sentimental sappy song ever next to our wedding song so
0: which wedding song
1: the one we did our first dance to. oh okay yeah
0: wow really jesus
1: i know it's right up there
0: and i never even heard this damn thing
1: you have because it's also on a lot of my yoga playlists ah okay so, when you hear it, you're going to be like, right. oh, Chevassima. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. She's having a baby. That one did not make the list. Um, okay. Do you, so you want have Top Gun? Top Gun. The second one I thought of and listened straight through, which might supersede Top Gun as far as 80s awesomeness. Okay. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Yeah. Oh, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great s- soundtrack. Ivan Drago, uh-huh. in Russia. Yeah. There are some bangers okay on that like if you need to motivate yourself and not like really but motivate yourself with a faint hint of silliness Mm -hmm. and not take yourself too seriously that soundtrack does it there's some good ones and i the tiger isn't even my favorite one i don't even like that song you don't no i don't like that's always some people's like the song that pumps them up and gets them Ready to do whatever. I don't care for it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, the next one isn't going to be surprising.
0: Oh, do you have more? Go for it.
1: Dirty Dancing.
0: See? Now, (laughs) you're going to be so mad.
1: I'm I'm already mad. I move that that- Preemptively
0: (laughs) mad. I move that that album be almost immediately um, excluded or disqualified. Um. On what grounds? On the grounds, now hear me out. That half of those songs are from the sixties. It was the sixties, right? But the movie is made in the eighties. It's an eighties movie. Oh my god! Now, I'm
1: gonna like I can't even with you right now. My brain <laughs> just stopped working. No, that's why
0: I didn't say. I didn't say automatic disqualification. It's on the fence because it has some really good songs written in the time in the eighties. Like having the time of my life, Mm -hmm. right? Written Mm -hmm. during the time. Great song. There's a couple others. Mm. But there's also a handful that are from the 60s. So I was torn about this. There's another one similar to this that I immediately disqualified, which is The Big Chill. Which is an 80s movie, but it's about people that get together that were friends in college in the 60s. They get together for a friend's funeral and they were in college in the 60s. So the whole soundtrack is like 60s bangers.
1: Okay, except that you didn't say in your instructions (laughs) that this had to be top five, hot top five 80s soundtracks from the 80s where all the songs were written in the 80s. you just said 80s movie soundtrack and you can't get more of a like 80s movie, like Mm -hmm. defining a generation. Especially, and
0: like, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Right. I. Yeah. That's why it's almost disqualified.
1: It's n- but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's
0: on to all the does. I
1: mean, I'm going to turn it on all night long now, so.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I n- fucking knew you were going to say that. That's why as soon as I listened to the soundtrack, I was like, okay, time of my life. Good. And, like, two songs later, it's like a, you know, Cry to song. me. Cry yeah. to me.
1: That song.
0: It's right. hot. It's sexy. I uh, Yeah.
1: Okay. Next one.
0: I, okay. Well, shit. I didn't actually totally prepare. Do you have more? Oh, I have more. Go for it. Then you go. Look while at I... me.
1: Look at me. Back to the future.
0: Ooh. As a score or as like pop
1: songs? I, um, I, right, as in, matter. I could put in the cassette tape of Back to the Future. Okay. And listen.
0: Oh, that's good. Well, it. it's got some, you know, Huey Lewis.
1: It does. has yeah. some, like, you know, right. 80s, real 80s songs. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one.
1: And there probably are some 50s songs on there because I go back to 1955.
0: Probably. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm going to say, honestly... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
1: I don't know if I can even... I know. Like...
0: Right. Pick a song pull out. Pull a song that's yep. from there. I know.
1: We we have to listen to it. Yeah.
0: Okay. I couldn't either. There were only two songs that I could think of. I don't even know that my name. That I liked from the movie. And then the rest... It's really They're really obscure. They're not super popular. Mm-hmm. But all the songs are really good. Like the song, whatever's playing in the credits, opening credits. Sing it. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: no. <laughs> Damn it.
0: I know. We'll listen to it, but it's really good. I mean, there's not a whole lot of... Um, do you have another one?
1: Yeah. Go do you for want it. the obvious one or the more obscure one?
0: Ooh,
1: ooh, give me the obscure one. Look Who's Talking.
0: Wow. Is that 80s? Yeah. Yeah? Wow. Really? I'm
1: pretty sure it's 80s. No, I.
0: that's not... It's. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm surprised that that's your choice. Why? I don't know. There's I, some
1: really fun songs on that because John Travolta's in that movie and he's like goofing around and he dances with baby Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Which is funny because we should make up headcanon considering <laughs> considering John Travolta and Bruce Willis are both in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> we did come up with some kind of like right. Jeremy Bear Me well, timeline I mean, like, story.
0: Could John Travolta's character in Look Who's Talking be Vincent Vega? Could he go from where? Are they in New York? In They're in New York. Movie, in Look Who's Talking? Yeah. Okay, fine. At the so end of that movie. Could
1: like, he and Christy Alley's character have broken up? He goes to California, goes to California. and becomes California. a gangster? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and baby Bruce Willis grows up to be a boxer and f- finds out that. That
0: would be if Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction was like younger than john travolta 25 years younger than john travolta Mm. i mean we don't know it's also made up in our brains
1: exactly (laughs) not none of this is real so it could be anything we want
0: whatever we want i love love it oh well like speaking of headcanon that's a headcanon i made up you brought up dirty dancing like i didn't one time i connect dirty dancing and the outsiders
1: yes yes
0: you did was like I forget which one came first. I think Verdi Dancing came first because at the end of that movie he like leaves. He leaves and goes and baby out. Baby
1: goes to college. Right. He right. leaves,
0: so then Patrick Swayze goes like <laughs> goes like west or something and then hooks up with all these other vagrant children. Wait a
1: second, was it outsiders or was it point break?
0: Uh only outsiders because of the time frame. Okay. They were really close in time frame.
1: Okay.
0: I point break is even better. He just keeps going. Right. He just keeps going. He becomes, becomes enlightened. Bodie. He Becomes enlightened on the way to California. It's amazing. Becomes Bodie, disenfranchised with the system, and then robs banks. We are on a tangent. I love it. No, this is I. This isn't a tangent. Okay. <clears throat> Do you have any more? Because I don't. I have one, maybe. But you go ahead.
1: I've got one more, but it's very obvious. Go for it. Footloose. Oh, okay. I was thinking that too. And I realized, Okay, so I basically listed movies that have. <laughs> Kevin Bacon twice. <laughs> Two different Kevin Bacon movies. Oh yeah. John Travolta. Okay. Um Marty McFly. Come on. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Yep. And what was the other one? I don't remember what the other He uh no, I don't know. What did you say? the other leading man and the other movie. <laughs> yep. It's got out of my mind, but I'm like, <clears throat> Oh, so the soundtracks also are, I'm like, are amazing because I just loved those boys in that movie. Those movies. They're good boys.
0: That's good. Um, I have one more and it's uh purple rain. Oh, well, oh, yeah, it's Prince. I mean, how do it's you? it's Prince. Yeah. Right. I mean, which is means it has to make almost any top five you ever think of.
1: I mean, like, is that like? That's hard, though. I mean, I might say that 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 one doesn't count. What? Because it's, it's a movie about music. So,
0: there, yes, I, Footloose
1: is too kind of.
0: The only qualification was that this movie is made during the eighties.
1: All right, fine. Well, then you don't get to disqualify disqualify Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Why? Because so, it was made in the eighties
0: okay f- fine mm-hmm. this is not the place for this argument okay or it is this is, exactly, is, this is
1: exactly the place <laughs> this is what we argue about this is where these
0: arguments live
1: <laughs> so hot top five hot top five is our spontaneous segment where we just yeah. kind of spring hot top fives on each other
0: right this we mentioned it earlier in a thing
1: or well we did top episode? five marvel
0: right someone asked about my essential right and then
1: and then we did top five board games, but that was planned. So right now, hot top five is going to be spontaneous. Well,
0: that's the the hot top five. The hot makes it like spontaneous on the spot. like
1: hot well, on the spot.
0: Right. I mean, I thought of this, and I knew I didn't want to ask you. Beforehand. I know. I wanted. I had no prep time. Off the cuff take. That's what makes it hot the hot tea. Hot. Yeah. So at any point you could have one too. I just thought of one. So before we actually talked about oh. what we were going to talk about, okay. Then that was it. That was the soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we go into our...
0: <laughs> what this episode is...
1: actually Intentionally
0: topic. about. <laughs> which is... I forget. What? I don't remember. Which one is it? Love languages. Love languages.
1: Love <laughs> languages. How about you start? Tell me what the five love languages are. They are... Oh, now you're going to look at notes? Well, yeah. I'm going to take a look at my fucking notes. <laughs>
0: Let's see if I can do it. Um, it is... His eyes are closed. Acts of service...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Quality time. Gifts. Physical touch. Words of affirmation.
1: You had to peak for words of affirmation. I did. Yeah. yeah. I saw that peaking.
0: Yeah. I don't remember them always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why I take, this is why I write them down.
1: Why are love languages important? In like your perspective. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah.
0: It's good to be aware for yourself how you feel affection from someone else. Yeah. Like someone else can be doing things for you Mm -hmm. that they think might be important or meaningful and you may not feel that they are as important because maybe you're like, oh, this they are doing acts of service, but when actually what I really want is quality time. Right. And knowing that and being able to rank them as far as, which ones are the most important or least important is a good awareness kind of practice. So like not only do you know that for yourself, but then you can communicate that to your partner whomever you're in relationship with that like, okay, if you really want to show me Mm -hmm. any sort of love and affection here is how I receive it best.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think it like, it helps us just bring awareness into, and not just like intimate or romantic partnerships. Love languages work in any kind of relationship, I think. Uh, And it's, I like to know what my friend's love languages are. Of course, you know, we have three children. What are their love languages? I like to be silly about the love languages of our dogs. Uh,
0: (laughs) Well, it's like when you, it's almost like any other thing, like especially Enneagram. Like we when we watch movies, we view it through the lens of Enneagram and mm-hmm. we can see, oh, we see patterns. Like this character's a seven, this one's a one. Right. When we watch the behaviors of our, t- I mean, it seems silly, but I mean, we can say, okay, this pet really just wants to be next to me the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that's either this physical touch. As long physical as touch. this dog is sitting on my feet, mm-hmm. this dog feels loved and appreciated. Yeah. You know, Um yeah yeah so that
1: <laughs> and i think it cuts down on like some of the more petty arguments that can happen in relationships and um gives us opportunities to like come outside of our comfort zones in the ways that we show love and affection to others like i think <coughs> excuse me that um it might be easy to you know i'm just gonna use like a personal example like physical touch is my like number one out of the five and so it's easy for me to like want to give people hugs Mm. want to like you know rub your back when you know you're we're sitting next to each other doing work and to me it might be like oh i've been showing you all day that i love you and that might not be how you receive it you know i've i've heard from people like friend couples and things like that that it's like oh you know I just want I just want my partner to spend time with me and they get like so sucked into work that like they don't spend time with me um and it's so evident in the way that they're explaining that that it's like yeah because spending time with you is your love language spending quality time is your love language so if your partner thinks oh well I I go to work all day and like, you know, buy them things and make money so I can buy you things and gifts are not your love language. Then it's like, that's great. And just get your ass home and hang out with me on the couch. Right. (laughs) I was going to
0: say the miscommunication could be like, I feel like gifts could be an easily misinterpreted one because it's both sometimes seen as like an easy kind of like reconciliation tool, Mm. but it can also be, a really genuine way that someone shows affection where it's like, Oh, I screwed up. You know, how can I show you? I'm sorry. Here's a gift. Well, Mm -hmm. like in the wrong circumstances, that could be, it can be taken that way. It can be like a disingenuous um, action or, you know, something like that. But it also could be like, I genuinely thought of you, here's something I would like you to have. And then if that person is like, well, that's not my priority. Then it's like that. The lack of communication is like, well, this is not how I receive affection and love. And it's like, well, this is how I give it. But right. And that, that kind of disconnect.
1: And it doesn't exempt you, you know, like mm. I think sometimes it can go into that category. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, the only parallel I can come up with is goes into my teacher brain of, <laughs> um, you know what I'm going to say I know Exactly. Yep. of uh, learning styles yeah, and learning oh, styles I'm are important. Start. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not shitting on learning styles Duh, give me a second, and the I will. theory <laughs> and the theory behind learning styles. And yet you can, you can say my learning style is visual. I'm a visual learner. I need to view things, see things, all of that completely valid. That doesn't mean you are not capable of learning mm, yeah. in an auditory way. It just takes a little bit more. Like it's gonna take a little bit more energy. It's gonna take a little bit more thought. It's gonna take a little bit more presence and time. And it's the same thing. Like if I just assume that everybody wants to be touched because I wanna be touched, then I'm not stretching myself outside of that to be like, what actually is your love language? Oh, quality time. Yeah. That is what supersedes. So you know, I mean, fortunately, our love languages, I think, complement one another pretty well. Yeah. But that might not be the case. And so, you know, you get to meet your partner where they are as well and figure yeah. out how to speak their love language.
0: The meeting where they are is, I think, is something that <clears throat> goes overlooked or doesn't get enough attention where, I mean, a lot like Enneagram, astrology, Myers Briggs, you know, any of these personality typings where people can say, I am this, therefore this is how I am and behave, Mm. isn't meant to say that you can't uh, be anything else or you are excluded or exempt, like you said, from being aware of how anyone else operates. Like you can't just fucking be like, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a one. So Mm -hmm. I'm very orderly and organized and this is how I like things therefore you have to do a two. Like this doesn't really work that way. And then like that doesn't exempt me from leaning into someone who is, you know, more spontaneous,
1: (laughs) more (laughs) impulsive. (laughs) Were you You going to say spontaneous or were you going to say irresponsible?
0: (laughs) 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 Hey man. No, I think you just, I think you interpreted that. That's all Uh, on you. That is all on you. I'm not taking a responsibility.
1: See that? Uh, yeah, it gives you. It just gives you an opportunity to to stretch. Um, and I think like there are ways that you know it's a it's a constant kind of learning and observing because you know we've talked about this in the show before. The thing about being in a long term relationship, in a partnership, or even a long term friendship, where you have been on you know the journey of life together for a long time you're constantly learning new things about the person that you're in relationship with.
0: Yeah. Not only are you constantly learning, but what you thought you learned at one point could easily change yeah. years down the road, you know.
1: Right.
0: I know physical touch is one of your if not the, you know, primary love language. Um number 2 would be acts of service? Yes. Now I would argue or maybe even say that, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the number two slot changed to, like, you know, quality time. Like, I think these can be almost almost interchangeable, but definitely change over time. And it's one of those things where, like, I wouldn't have thought of it until I noticed it in myself. Like, Mm. quality time for me probably was my number one for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I don't know how long it was or if I even, when I thought of it, but I mean, I think at one point I said to myself, you know, words of affirmation would be really good to hear too. And mm-hmm. not that you didn't, but I mean like right. they, they almost held more weight than, than quality time at mm-hmm. some point. And it was almost like surprising to me where I was like, whoa, this is weird. I never needed <laughs> right? Never needed words of affirmation before, but uh-huh. like now I'm like, hmm. I could go for some and it would, it, and it has more weight and, and it would be more meaningful than it had been five years ago. Yeah. You know, so the fact that these change are, I guess it's just, just surprising for me. Cause I thought like, well, these are my things and this is what they are and they won't change too much. But then, <laughs> you know, five to seven years go by and you're like, Oh, wait a minute.
1: Well, I'm I, a totally <laughs> different person than I was five, yeah, to seven years ago. Right, yeah. Great. And,
0: you know, at some point, you know, it, it, in some ways I hope you are slightly mm-hmm. different than you were five years ago. You know, mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I think that environmental, like, factors come into play, too, and lifestyle factors. Like, there definitely was a time where acts of service was number one for me. Mm. And I think, like, in the throes of raising younger children and constantly being in the, like, the giving, 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 doing, doing, doing for others, like, the an acts an act of service was like oh my god someone is doing slash giving (laughs) to me and this this is so amazing this
0: this is amazing
1: and um and i also recognize that like over the pandemic Mm. where you know interaction with other people and strangers has just like is non-existent you know really still like i'm not teaching in person i don't see people in person a lot like right. it's just like you we, babe there's
0: a very small list of people that <laughs> we see list I of mean, people
1: yeah. and and so the, all of that like you know i'm gonna use a massage school term here non-sexual touch <laughs> uh of like giving someone a hug when you see them in the grocery store and like seeing my students and, you know, yoga's lovey-dovey a lot of times. Like all of that physical touch that wasn't even like necessarily intimate physical touch in that way has Um, now (laughs) all gotten like shoved over into your category. I'm like, you have to touch me all the time. Well,
0: it's funny that you say that because I remember moving here when it was like we're in Ithaca now. Mm. It's like, hello, it's good to see you. Hug.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Hey, nice to meet you. Hug. I'm like, we hu- you guys hug a lot. Here. We hug a lot here. There's I'm not of, used to hugging.
1: You are not used to hugging. Particularly not people like just randos. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was reserved for a very select few. Yeah. Like, hey, it's good to see you genuinely mm-hmm. hug. But this was like, Extend my hand. Shake your hand. It's nice to meet you. Oh, this is a hug now. This is okay. a hug now. Oh, this is what we're... Okay. All right. <laughs> I am embracing this because I have no choice. <laughs> Literally
1: embracing this. <clears throat> yeah. And so my, I've noticed that over time it like it's been shifting slowly over into that category of more and more physical touch, more and more physical touch. And now it's like... Just touch me. We don't have to talk. We can. It's actually better if you don't.
0: Touch me. <laughs> Honestly, I prefer it if you don't.
1: If we can just be in the car, going on an adventure, holding hands in silence.
0: my wheelhouse.
1: Absolutely amazing. Absolutely <laughs> the most loved.
0: That is my bullseye. <laughs> I got that. I can handle that really, really well. Hmm. <laughs> so I guess the question is. Um, so, what are my love languages? What would you say mine are? I mean, I we've, we've established that physical touch is your number one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and would we say acts of service is number two? Yeah. Okay. And then I feel like after two, those the, the bottom three are almost interchangeable. Maybe mm. I don't know. There's it, we all have one that's like this is definitely number five, right? And then the other, then you know, there's the definitely number one, definitely number five. Mm-hmm. And then there's some gray area. So I've been curious. Do we talk? Tell me what you think. Mine are right now.
1: Right now, I would say wear it
0: now. Now.
1: Now. Now. Everything that's happening here is happening
0: now. <laughs> but when does then become now? Soon. Soon. Please tell me you were quoting something.
1: <laughs> I know that I'm quoting something, but I can't tell you what I'm quoting. Okay. I know it's. I'm a. I'm a huge disappointment.
0: Foreshadowing.
1: <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was the foreshadow horn. That was. Oh, we need that sound effect. I'm sure we got it. We got it. We, we got, got it. it. Okay,
0: well, hold on. Ready? There it is. Okay.
1: <laughs> Amazing. So, <laughs> I think that your number one is quality time. Still. And I think that your number two is words of affirmation. And your number 3 I'm like, I'm going to do all five. Oh, you're I'm, doing all five. I'm willing okay. to wow. be incorrect.
0: I was, was going to say you can give me two because the other three, go for it. Okay. I, I would say you're right so far. So far. Okay. I would um,
1: and, the, and, you know, the other three get a little, right. you know, iffy mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. So I think that, hmm.
0: is a long
1: pause it's a long pause it's kind of uncomfortable i think that physical touch is your third okay yeah okay so we have number one
0: you know i would agree because we were sitting at the island mm-hmm. in the stools was it yesterday yeah. yes yeah and uh, you just like put your hand on like my back or shoulder i was mm-hmm. just like oh
1: nice nice <laughs> That's all I got. Nice. Yes. <laughs> well, you like when I rub your head. Oh, my God. You like when I rub your head because I can do terraforming Mars.
0: <laughs> I thought of this <laughs> when we last recorded the board game episode. <laughs> you said the word monk abilities. Oh, yeah. Like four times. And I think we need to pay better attention and like pause. Like okay. do a, a Zach Morris timeout. Timeout. Explain to the audience what these things are. Because monk abilities, that there's a game we have. Where you play, where you have characters. One of the characters is a monk. Each of the characters has abilities. So then you were like, oh, it's the monk's abilities. And we just shortened it to. Because we do that. Have monk abilities.
1: Squish words together. Right. Make. But I I, I
0: was listening to that episode. We had mentioned it several times Mm -hmm. with no context.
1: Well, I mean, I thought that that's what we were going to do in the blog. We're going to fill in the blanks. We
0: have a blog. We have a blog. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. Blog.
0: So, Mutualvictory.org.
1: So we also have a game called Terraforming Mars. Yes. Where you change the terrain and the environment of Mars to make it livable. Yeah, you terraform it. It's not my favorite game, but whatever. It's such a good game. Okay. I don't know why I don't like it. Because I'm all about themes and it doesn't like... It's a great... I don't have feelings about Mars. So anyway... It's a great... It's a good game. I'm sorry. If you haven't seen pictures of Matt... <laughs> He has a bald head and I rub his bald head and I pretend I'm terraforming the planet Mars. But like
0: that that has no bearing on the gameplay. There are, you, know, you know, there's no. nothing to do.
1: It, I just call it that. I
0: think, honestly, I'm thinking about the origin of that. I think we were, that game was on the table. I think you got up and walked behind me as I was sitting. Mm-hmm. I think you then rubbed my head and you're like, oh, I'm terraforming Mars. Look at this. I was like, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah,
1: because that was probably more fun than playing the game.
0: It's such a good game.
1: (laughs) Okay. I can't even. So, where are we? We have quality time. Quality time. At words of affirmation. Okay. Physical Physical touch. touch. Acts of service. Nice.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And gifts. Gifts is definitely last.
1: Which is good because I'm shitty at gifts. You are not shitty at gifts. I am. No way. I I I don't
0: think, I can't honestly, I swear to God. In the time that we have been purchasing each other gifts, I have never received something where I was like, meh, I I see where you were going. This was great. It's very thoughtful. And I don't either want it or care for it or find a use for it. I've never thought that.
1: Really? Yes. I mean, I bet other people have that reflection about me, though. Like, maybe Maybe. I'm just good at getting I'm better at getting you gifts because it's like easy. You love so many things. You have tons of hobbies. I wear
0: my hobbies on my sleeve. We
1: have similar hobbies. So that helps too. Like, you know, I can buy board games, which I get just as excited about. And it's like, yay, happy birthday. Well, like that was, (laughs) that happened
0: at like Christmas where I'm like, oh my God, I feel bad getting you a a gift as a board game as a gift for either your birthday or for Christmas because I'm as equally excited about it. Mm -hmm. And then you said something really cool about it which made me feel not bad about it which then made me be like sweet I'm gonna buy more of these what did I say you said that like buying this game as a gift was like saying hey I want to sit down and spend this time with you I want to do this thing with quality you quality time quality time quality and time it's, it's just not actually a,
1: about the gift
0: right it's about saying here's something for us to do together right which I couldn't be more excited about because right. a, a trip to the game store for me is now for us yes <laughs> is i don't know if that's selfish or not
1: well which is also like <clears throat> one of the things that we do you know we've started to do and i did a lot like with the kids for their birthdays growing up was like an experience rather yeah. than a gift mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. at least for two of them quality time also is their love language like right. one of their primary love yeah. languages i mean
0: there were some I mean, as far trips. as since I've been around some dope experiences and right. trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And those were always, you know, we can think of those trips and remember them. And they were always fun and exciting and right. different. And yeah. But like, who knows what other, do they still <laughs> have like the socks that we got them or right. whatever the random crap, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like.
1: All the years of crap.
0: Yeah. All the years of crap and all the years of experience are infinitely more meaningful and fun.
1: Right. So when like a gift is like. Well, you got me tickets to John I Like I didn't go see John Mulaney. Yeah. In June. Um I got you tickets to Tool.
0: You did. Yeah. I I am still wrapping my head around
1: Happy that. Happy Valentine's oh Day. Oh my
0: god. Like that's gonna be epic. It is. They are like a fucking psychedelic
1: To me, a wild experience.
0: I can't. I literally, like, it's not until now you just mentioned it that I remembered. Mm. So I'm like, it's like settling in. Yeah, but I have to like distract myself from that because I will be lost in this. Right. You go down uh, that rabbit hole. Yeah.
1: So I'm really psyched about it though. Gifts are like both at the bottom of our love languages. So we have, you know, we have that in common too. And and I
0: will say that, like, I don't, I've never felt that you have ever phoned in a gift. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you can say that, like, oh, this is something you're kind of in. I don't know. Like, anything you've ever given me has felt meaningful
1: and thoughtful. Yeah. Remember when I got you a TIE fighter? Yes. That was fun. Oh, that was so good. Like, But it also wasn't about the TIE fighter. It was about flying this thing around in the backyard. Yes.
0: And, like, <laughs> we again have a yard that I can do this in. Yeah, it's true. And I just wish it survived the several moves. Mm-hmm.
1: Or Was it a TIE fighter or a Millennium Falcon? No, it was a TIE fighter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like one that you could fly. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. I don't know why I don't have four of them right now.
1: I know. It'll be a summer thing.
0: <laughs> it will be a Luna thing. Oh, right, Luna, yeah. we're going to go fly spaceships in the backyard.
1: Luna, we're going we're gonna to fly spaceships <laughs> in the backyard. Oh, it's going to be so cute. It's She'll gonna love great. it. It's
0: going to be great. She's going to totally love it. Um, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so are you going to guess the order of my other three?
0: Um. Okay, so Physical Touch, mm-hmm. Acts of Service. It's number two. So, gifts is last. Yep. Which means quality time is third. Words of affirmation is four. It yeah. goes physical touch. Physical I, touch. Acts of service. Quality time. Words
1: of affirmation might be actually at the bottom for me. Now yeah. that I'm like really oh thinking okay, about so it.
0: can I read the list I wrote this afternoon?
1: Oh yes. Please. I wrote
0: physical touch, acts of service, quality time, gifts, words of affirmation.
1: Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. <gasps> correct. I'm like gifts aren't like something that I'm like oh my god you know like aside from the fact that they can come with like these experiences shared experiences um or going on trips or going Mm -hmm. away like I would so much rather do that but like words of affirmation are so tricky for me like I'm just like there's "Mm -hmm. no blowing hot wind up your ass I can't even there just isn't (laughs) there isn't
0: And I'm not going to give
1: the example I was talking about before. As someone who is
0: notoriously short of words or brief with words, I can't be more grateful that words of affirmation is not a priority love language. Not to say it's not important. And not to say that anything that occupies the number five slot is yeah, but you know what? bad. You, I mean, something can occupy your number five I mean, spot. It's still a love
1: language. Right.
0: How could it be bad? It can't be bad.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. But you know what? Because you say such few words, when you say whatever it is that you say, it's like that much more weighted.
0: I made this comparison in our first or second episode and it's even more poignant now that my words are like tool albums. Oh my God. Infrequent, Mm -hmm. brief, uh, but when they drop. When they drop. They're amazing.
1: They're amazing. I don't think
0: I can say drop. I should say released. Okay. I can't say drop for okay. albums. When the out when it when they're released, like an album.
1: Uh-huh. It's meaningful. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I always go back to when we watched straight out of Compton.
1: Uh-huh. With <laughs> children. With the children. <laughs> With the children.
0: <laughs> this is amazing because one of the kids asked about <laughs> something that was going
1: on. This is very they're funny like, because of the Super Bowl show that just happened. Which
0: was amazing.
1: Which was First so of all,
0: amazing. Can I say there were so many things about that Super Bowl, which, I mean, I guess at the date we're airing this episode, it might have almost a month ago. Yeah. There was so much about that halftime show that brought me so much joy. Number one, the show in general. Like, I thought, like, I figured I could go into the show. I knew the songs that were going to be performed because I knew the hits, right? I wasn't super hardcore fan of hip-hop, um, but growing up, you know, being a kid who was 13 or 12 in the early nineties and who had MTV, I was very well aware of Snoop Dogg and Dre and knew the songs. Right. Um, so I knew of them. So I'm like, I could, I'm going to know this. This is going to be fun. But when like the first shot, when the show started was behind Dr. Dre, when he was sitting down Uh and the stage was rising, like I got chills. Yeah. I'm like, Oh shit, this is going to be fucking cool. Breathtaking. Yeah. And it, And it was. All the performances were great. The choreography for Kendrick Lamar Mm -hmm. was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Mary J. Blige blew me away. Amazing. Right? It was amazing. But even that, I knew, I fucking knew it watching the show. I'm like, there are going to be some great memes. Oh, yeah. And it went even one step further with like, (laughs) everyone be like, "Uh, here are my parents who are like, between the ages of like 38 (laughs) and 48 going nuts (laughs) Nuts. at this halftime show. And just like either the sheer embarrassment of the children, just the sheer joy of everyone Mm -hmm. who witnessed that show. It was, it just, it was amazing. I thought it was so good. I haven't felt that like a halftime show was that cool since the Prince one in 2007. That was just amazing. Like, but this one was, was really good. Yeah, oh, was so good. I don't even know what we are talking about before this. Because
1: you got all wrapped oh. up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Uh-huh.
0: We were watching that movie. Great movie. And you were explaining the timeline <laughs> of who was releasing albums. And it was at the point where like <laughs> artists were dissing other artists yeah. on their albums. And then you, with a straight face, were just like, okay, so Ice Cube's album dropped. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't say dropped. How old were the children at this point? I mean, this was probably 2015, 14. So 14? we're looking like six years ago. So 16 and under. Well, Maddie was must have been a sophomore Yeah, at, at the oldest. The oldest. Which made Ethan what? Like maybe. A I think they, it was seven. more of
1: like freshman, junior.
0: Yep. Could have been.
1: Sixth grade, maybe. Yeah.
0: So we're like, when Cube dropped his album, it was I was the- just like,
1: stop it. Just <laughs> stop. I had to explain to them yeah. this important history, and you I couldn't believe that they didn't know it. So, you know, because we lived in this, like, little tiny, tiny town, and everyone in town started wearing straight out of Hoosick Falls t-shirts, and I was like, I can't. I cannot. <laughs> right. I cannot. I cannot. And so the kids were like, What is this? I don't understand. You know, it's just about this movie. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, sit down. And watch the movie. We have to have...
0: It's a great movie we have to have a whole conversation Everyone in that movie is amazing paul giamatti's in that movie it's an amazing it's so good
1: and then it made post super bowl and pre-super bowl tiktok even funnier because people were posting things like kids watching the super bowl with their parents yeah. are about to find out who their parents are and i'm like how do you not know who your parents are at this point like there was not there was not going to be a surprise for any of Our children with, you know. You are
0: getting distracted on the story I'm trying to tell though. You (laughs) fucking knew this. You were telling about like who was who. who I I did a great job. You did a fantastic job. Everyone understood the story. They followed it. They got all the characters. And they knew the flow of the narrative. (laughs) But you just used the word drop. Referring to the release of an album. It was
1: an appropriate use of that word. I'm not
0: saying you misused the word. Yeah. As far as the definition goes, I'm saying as.
1: Mm-hmm. Yoga was, Barbie?
0: Yeah, I wasn't going to say Yoga Barbie. Okay. I was just going to say also that just like when I heard you, you in earnest were like, so Dre dropped his album. And then I'm like, whoa, stop. Hold on. <laughs> just say released. You can't say dropped. You just can't, honey.
1: I'm, I, Sometimes I think that I'm way cooler than I am. Don't we all? or that like I don't know how I still think that given the consistent reminder from our children particularly in that time um Frank. if our children
0: don't think you are the coolest now that they're all like old enough well they
1: might think I'm cool now yeah. but they definitely didn't think I was cool do yeah. these glasses make me look cooler uh
0: the, yes they do they look great it reminds me of a me I just got a reminder in facebook about i posted two pictures side by side and it was what I wish I looked like when I play guitar mm. and it was James Hetfield on stage. Yeah. Versus what I probably actually look like. And it was Rivers Cuomo from the Body Holly Body, Buddy Holly, Holly video. Movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I look like versus what I want to look like. And that's kind of that in a nutshell. <laughs> it was amazing though. It was I love thinking about that moment when we watched that movie.
1: You laughed so hard. I
0: did. I laugh every time I
1: think of it. Yep.
0: yep. It was amazing.
1: But this also goes back to like, <clears throat> Super Bowl, movie nights, like all of those things. I mean, it, it seems like we've kind of diverted from the topic and yet this, the love language, the universally the love language of quality time has been such a big part of our family structure mm, yeah. through the years and you know, like, I think that maybe at times the kids or whatever had thoughts around how, like, sitting down for dinner was, like... Oh, totally. ...mandatory. And
0: also not unusual. Like, I think... I oh, would, no.
1: It had to happen. Like... No, no,
0: no. I meant the thought of, as a adolescent slash young adult... Like, were you are you saying that, like, they didn't quite care to sit down or they really wanted to sit down to dinner?
1: No, I think they maybe were indifferent. And definitely there were some reflections that, like, their friends didn't all sit down and have to have dinner, you know, yeah. all together. And it wasn't like it was, like, just sit down and eat. Mm-hmm. You had to sit down. You had to tell everyone what the best oh, part of yeah. your day and the worst part of your day was. Yeah. Like engage in conversation, right.
0: and I think that shows because um when especially Abby comes back from Boston, mm-hmm. Madeline wants to know when. You right. know what I mean? It's like they all want to like when you know when it you know Abby comes home, Abby, and Maddie's like, "When's she coming home? When can we eat dinner?" You know yep. what I mean? It's like yeah. when they all are coming back, they want to come back. You know what I mean? Which is. This is a great blessing because I know many friends and families that have yeah. kids and it's like, oh, my brother, blah, 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 this other sibling, blah, and they don't really care to share space or be in the room. And it's always just a wonderful reminder that like there's a conscious effort to be together in a space right. when we're all together in a space because that time is not as frequent as it was, you know five years ago kind of thing you know
1: true and you know like there was also family movie nights and game night and role playing game night like there were things because quality time together as a family was a way to like check in with one another and show each other that we're invested we're paying attention we want to actually spend time together and
0: it's doing this beautiful thing where there's like a nice kind of like reverse bell curve where like it starts off kind of cool. And then like everyone may be done with it, but like, as time goes on, it it's, it's, it's like requested Mm -hmm. and expected. And you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I know Ethan for his birthday wants to play RPGs all day. You know what I mean? It's like stuff like that. And then, you know, that's, that's fun and amazing. And it's always super lucky and thankful that like, that's the case. You know what I mean? Again, like, it's not always that families are fortunate enough to be like, the siblings are all in town and it's not like, okay, I'll gird my loins and deal with whomever, you know, it's like more often than not, it's like, cool. Everyone's around again. Mm -hmm.
1: And it is, it's like, uh, I think it, it comes from a place of being in space together, uh, having quality time with one another uh, even some acts of service like swirled within the quality time mm. like that kind of hits everybody's you know everyone in our like little families way of showing love and feeling loved and and that kind of stuff and so i think it's like it just takes it to that next level to also think about like how is it um you know best received you know, yeah. like, I'll never forget when your parents drove to Abby's college field hockey game from New Jersey. And it was like, my grandparents mm. came all the way right. to watch me play field hockey. Wells? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. And it was a game we couldn't go to for whatever reason. It was like in Pennsylvania, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, it's like... Mm-hmm that could probably fall under the category of like acts of service and quality time. You right. know, like I you're mean,
0: I'm thinking of two other times. I remember dad drove up when Abby was still in high school mm-hmm. and we went to a game at Skylerville, I think something. Some yeah. And then yeah. he also came up to catch a game at Wells for mm-hmm. a weekend. Yeah. 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 It's funny. where like, you know, the idea of getting in a car for four hours to catch a game. This is like, right. yeah, we're going to do that. And this yeah. is what we do. And it's not even a second thought. And it's kind of, the idea of contributing to the yeah it's like both quality time and an an active, active service. service
1: and i think that for some people it's you know it's easy to say yes to doing those things for your children or it's easier to think about doing those things you know even for other people in your family and they can also equally be applied to to friends and oh yeah um you know to really like just deepen in and to check in like if you have a friend whose love language is words of affirmation, you know, a, a simple text of like, hey, what's up? You Check know, saw in, this thing and, then, yeah. and it made me think of you, you know, is like that That feels very, very connecting. And, yeah. um, and I think sometimes we're willing to go those extra steps with certain people in certain types of relationships and then we don't think about those extra steps in other types of relationships. Yeah. And uh, and we can we get to you know it's uh, I
0: remember I had to check in on an extrovert friend during (laughs) the early parts of the pandemic Mm -hmm. when it was like you really can't go see and all your circles of friends that you're used to and for me as an introvert I'm like okay it's not a big deal I have probably two and And we can just stay home and read books yeah I mean I could stay home almost indefinitely if I get to I'm allowed to. (laughs) And there's probably two circles of friends I would want to hang out with and see. And if if you know I can't see them, we can still keep in touch. That's fine. But I mean, realizing that some people like they get their juice and their energy from interacting. Interacting with me drains energy. Right. For some people, that's how they get energy. So I you know thought of like oh, (laughs) some article was like check in on your extroverted friends, Uh and I was like oh, hey extroverted friend. How's it going? Yeah. I'm thinking of you. This sucks. Can't wait to see you again. Mm-hmm. And I think even stuff like that. It's like, it's not how I would receive love. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't care. But, you know, one of my best friends is how they, you know, receive love, attention, affection. So it's important to them. Now, yeah. I, I have a question. Oh. Or I guess a proclamation. I don't know. I am proposing new love languages.
1: <laughs> I cannot wait. Not
0: to replace any.
1: Okay. You're just adding. I'm adding.
0: So there are five. Okay. Uh, I can add five more. Are you ready? Uh-huh. You ready for this? I am so excited about this. Okay. New love language number one. Mm-hmm. Do we have the music queued up? There it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, number one. Movie quotes. Ooh right movie quotes now i i don't I, now part of why i chose these is because maybe they maybe they kind of fall into another one like mm-hmm. another pre-existing love language but sometimes like, they, they fall outside of this of that sphere a little bit like for yeah. me and i guess this is all of course for me you can quote a movie in the proper context in a conversation to me that's immediate just like okay yeah you and i have a thing like mm-hmm. i mean it's almost an immediate connection you and i have this thing it's We've a seen, level of
1: intimacy yeah we have yes. this
0: thing we love this movie mm-hmm. we can quote it in the appropriate context therefore like i know i can connect with you on this various level yes and yeah so movie quotes for me it's i a, love that a, love language it's a love language mm-hmm. where if you can, can do it if you know you can't. That's fine too. But like, if you can whip out the right quote at the right time, like, okay, mm-hmm. I see you. I see you. Okay.
1: Wait. Can I? Can I? Offer one? Oh yes. In real time. Yeah. If I can. Yeah. Do it. Playlists.
0: Ooh, I did not. That's not on my list. I didn't even think of that. Playlist oh. is. So this is like the new mixtape.
1: It's the new mixtape. Yes, and Ooh, playlists. just for the official record. For our grandchildren, yeah, Uh, you did make me two actual two actual mixed CDs, physical CDs. Yeah, it was a that I could play in my little Prius.
0: Yeah, it was a you know it was a dual album release. Mm It was like you know it was like Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yeah, or can you think of any other double CDs that were released? (laughs) Jerry Cantrell's Degradation Trip, Volume One. I'm just going
1: to uh grateful dead 100 year hall
0: is that two CDs so. or two all right that counts yep.
1: that counts yep good. so um yeah it, it, it's it this is a love language for me like the the ability to put together songs in an order that like i mean it was not that you didn't already have me at that point and um it was a it was a huge wow moment yeah that's good mm-hmm. oh i
0: like that that's a it's a good way i love it um Okay, ready for number two? Mm-hmm. These are in no order. These okay. are the in the order I thought of. Okay. So they're not <laughs> ranked. Number two, food. Food? And not as in like an act of service. Not in making food. Not in, no, just food. Okay. <laughs> Interpret as you will. I don't know. I just thought of if I or you showed up at home. Uh-huh. With a food, right? That we knew the, the other, other one loves. loved. Mm-hmm. That is something I think goes beyond active service. I
1: yeah, don't know. Or I gift?
0: Think, or gift? I think beyond. It, it's yeah. To me, it was beyond those two. It wasn't just a gift. It wasn't just an active service. It's its own unique, wonderful, beautiful, delicious thing.
1: I would hundred percent second that. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent.
0: The white album. Pretty. This is how I'm ranking my first playlist to you. It was two CDs. It's about as important as the White <laughs> Album.
1: Wow. Okay. I mean, not in the context o- of our relationship, I would say... That not to accurate.
0: oversell it. Not to say... I mean, it was kind of a big deal. It was a huge deal. It was, you know, it was about up there with the It White was album. such
1: a big deal that sometimes if I play any of those songs in the car with the children, they'll be like, ugh, this is one of the songs on the CDs that Matt <laughs> made you... I just listened to them on repeat.
0: I can't I want you I want Luna to have this reaction. Uh these are the songs that uh. man, when she smooches pop up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I think food I, I'm gonna agree with the food. I think it's also like a little bit extra. Not that we've talked about Ayurveda or, oh, you know, some week. hippie witch food shit that you have to put up with, but like Sometimes I'm in the grocery store and I see Pringles and I'm like, I'm going to get him Pringles. Sometimes I, I'm in the grocery store and I see like hippie versions of like health Pringles. And you don't
0: buy them because you love me.
1: And I do buy them because I'm like, see, these ah, are just as good. God damn it. They never are. Okay. <laughs> um, and other times it's like, all right, fine. I'm going to get like peach gummies. Oh. <sighs> You know, I'm going to get you little peach rings. It's
0: either my birthday or it's Christmas or a <laughs> special day.
1: It's a special day. <laughs> it's a special day.
0: You ready for number three? Yes. Car rides. Car rides. This is just something that came up that like, I don't know if it just holds a special place for me in our relationship. I don't know. I, I it, just came to me, and I didn't know what to do with it. And I feel like such a weirdo loser for even saying those words right now. Why? It's, it's just an idea that came to me. I had no thought or interest <laughs> in it, but it just appeared with no malleable. Were you conspired? Ah, uh, god
1: damn it. Maybe I was.
0: <laughs> Shit. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it Again, I guess these are all variations of the original five where this is, like, quality time. Mm -hmm. But I think there's quality time that's different than, like, uh, you know, going out to dinner, watching a movie quietly, any other intentional quality time. But there's something about car rides where, like, you know, it's it's you and your partner in a small space and you could be going to somewhere that excites you. You can be going to somewhere that frightens you. And that intimate space holds a lot of weight. Yeah. And it's a very small intimate confines where the relationship unfolds, kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And I think too, like car rides have been such a like common thread in our you know, in our relationship with the adventures we would go on and the dates we would go on and all that kind of stuff. And uh, for a period of time, our family being a car, like a significant car trip away. So mm, right. it like, that was a component of it where we lived in the middle of nowhere. We had to drive 45 minutes to so, get decent Goddamn. groceries to get a freaking head of lettuce that wasn't made out of poop. <laughs> 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 what the hell are you do you remember that little uh, grocery store? What was that grocery store? In oh my god, it the was Grand like, Union. It was is... like the last Grand Union, yeah. in the entire world. And Then it became a Tops, and I think that you they just got old produce from other places. It, it was made of poop. <laughs> was... What's wrong with you? I don't know.
0: Um, <laughs> but yes, we did have to drive. A we had to drive. We no, we didn't have to. We, we chose to chose drive. Chose to drive. A significant we distance. Drive.
1: And I also think that there is an element of car ride, like love language that was also present with the kids because there's that window of time in parenting Mm. where they have to be driven everywhere, all the time. And it's the same kind of thing. It's like they have an opportunity to be in the car with you just one-on-one. Right. Yeah. And so I would even say that each of our children probably Mm. also has fond memories yeah. and like connection yeah. memories of being either in the car with one of us. Most of the time it'd be one of us. So it'd be a right. one-on-one scenario yeah, yeah. and have that be meaningful. Yeah. Um I think it's a totally valid love language. Yeah. It's yeah. just
0: a, one of those weird things like the dinner table. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just a piece of wood on top of four sticks, but like what goes on and around and happens at this table is just, crazy as far as like what people come together, what they can deal with, what they celebrate. It's just always like this, this, this thing that's a table has so much more weight and meaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, I guess that kind of is an extension of it where it's like, okay, it's, it's, it's two humans facing one direction next to each other in this box that's traveling. But like what's actually happening in the space, Yeah. you know, I've got one. Oh, go for
1: it. Handwritten notes. Okay. Yeah. Handwritten notes. I like that. You, when we were, we were both teaching in the same town, but we weren't working in the same building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And periodically, (laughs) like, you know, I'm like teaching is like the job that never ends. Right. So sometimes like the school day would be over, but then you're, you know, you're going back and you're prepping or you're grading. And, the in-between would be like run and get something to eat or run and pick up a kid and bring them to a practice or something. Uh, And then other times there was like opportunities to go out and get, grab lunch really quick, but we couldn't grab lunch together because we had different teaching schedules. We had different right.
0: I mean, I, you say this and I even remember it's like, Oh, my lunch is from this time to this time. Right. I would come by to see you and, and you know, one of your coworkers would be like, well, she's, She's in a meeting, she's in a meeting, student, she's mm-hmm. doing this. And it's like, yeah, like teaching is never like a nine to five. Like it's not like it's very, it, it, it is in some cases here are your class periods, but.
1: <laughs> You're not free stu- when you don't have children in your room. Student interaction mm-hmm.
0: and meals will just blend in yes. this time, right? Yeah, yeah. So like I, there was a lot of times where I was there either to see you, give you food yeah, and you weren't there. Right, Or you were there but busy.
1: And you would leave me little notes. Yeah. I even have a note, because I have all those notes. Do you really? Yeah. Oh. Um, I even have a note where you wrote me a note about not having any more sticky notes and how I needed to get more sticky notes from my desk. Um, <laughs> yeah. so BT dubs, this is the last sticky note. This nerd. is the last sticky note. And then the next one's on the scrap piece of paper, probably from the recycling bin, <laughs> where you were like, okay, so you're officially out of sticky notes now. I couldn't... <laughs> And then also the handwritten notes that you write in books that you buy me.
0: Oh, yeah. So,
1: like, not. again, it's not the gift of the book, even yeah. though that's, you know, lovely and thoughtful and you're so freaking good at picking out books for me. It's like the whatever you would write inside mm, yeah. the book. Mm-hmm. Love notes. Love notes is good. Love little notes. Little notes. Oh, handwritten okay. notes.
0: That's good. All right. I got two more. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh Number four. Love language, nonsense.
1: <laughs> you get it. You get it. I don't have to explain it. And you get it.
0: So you get it, or you just laughing at me? I don't know.
1: I mean, it, it's a broad topic. Um, well, yeah, and a lot of immediate memories are coming to mind. So okay. I would love to know what you were thinking of when you said nonsense. Well,
0: I think like it goes beyond what I mean it's not quite quality time I think in my opinion maybe it could be an act of service but it's like leaning into nonsense either shared nonsense or initial experience with other person's nonsense Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like, hey here's this thing I'm doing want to come along and check it out like yes totally and it then becomes shared nonsense, or then it doesn't. But like, thank you for trying. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think the energy around participating in nonsense, which I think we've mentioned before, uh, yeah. I think like when I thought of that, it, it's like it's a little independent of all these. It's not quite any of them, mm-hmm. so that's why it had to be its own, its own weird thing. Yeah. Weird, what do you think?
1: I mean, I I think that I can come up with a lot of examples of. The nonsense that is a shared love language and experience, uh, I think too. It's like it's being it's being like a hundred percent invested in whatever it is that your partner it gets enthusiastic about. You yeah. know, it's like meeting wonder with wonder, and maybe even amping it up a little bit. You know, um, I think about the nonsense of. Uh, it was your birthday. It was a pandemic. We couldn't oh, do like yeah. our regular things. So we we made our own renaissance fair in the that backyard. Is, and fun. I'm going to the grocery store looking for giant turkey legs. You like, found them? I found them.
0: And we grilled them? And we
1: made them. That was my
0: 40. No, that was my 40th. That was 41. 41. 41. 40 was another rent fair. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think about those examples of nonsense. Mm. And I also just, you know, the the nonsense that I think is a uh, language that we share, it has a lot to do with like running with a theme yeah. or running with like a, a <laughs> almost like, I mean, for lack of like a better explanation without visuals. Um, it's like playing pretend together or uh, it, it in whatever way we can, you know, yeah. like we're not just going to have an, a night where we, watch specific movies. Those movies are also going to be accompanied by appropriate food and maybe even props and or clothing yeah. or, you know, a game that also makes sense to play. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of blowing up like somebody else's hmm. wonderment and curiosity yeah. into the nonsense. Yeah. yeah.
0: And any, any, uh, willingness to dip into the nonsense, you know, full force, you know what I mean? Just thing like this isn't my favorite thing this isn't i know nothing about this thing but all in all the chips are in we're gonna do this and then it's always this beautiful when it's like i did not think that was gonna be fun but
1: Mm -hmm. that turned
0: out to be awesome and now i kind of enjoy it you know i think (laughs) we could probably think of some things that we i don't know both of our nonsenses overlap really well not to say they always have to
1: right it's true. You know, it's but
0: true. I think there's enough of what overlaps, you know, that works. Do you have any others that you think of? I have, I think I have one more. Ooh, because I I have one more, but it's silly. Do you want to hear my silly one? I do. Note taking.
1: Note taking. <laughs> <laughs> I only
0: wrote that down because I had four and you mentioned it earlier.
1: Because I was talking about You're it. Like, Note like, taking is a love diagram. Love taking. Taking notes so that you remember things. Yeah. It's a love language
0: but that that was just the last how
1: i receive love
0: that was the last edition that was just silly so i'm, excited. I'm all out so what do you got what's one do you have
1: so i have a couple oh, yes. um and they and again not like in any kind of order of importance or anything like that <clears throat> but one is definitely like not ever i don't want to say it in a negative so i'm trying to come up with the words that would be the love language you know um The love language is as you wish.
0: <laughs> the love language is yes, dear.
1: The love language <laughs> is...
0: As you wish. Is,
1: is uh. as you wish. And not in like a, you know, I'm ordering you around farm boy as you wish. Oh, yeah. You know. Sometime, I,
0: I love that movie. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, get your own goddamn water pitcher.
1: Water pitcher. Uh, it's, it's like, I can be like, honey... I need turkeys. <laughs> you know, like I, I can literally like, I need turkeys or wouldn't it be so great to,
0: I don't know why you're thinking of examples when we could just look around this house. We could just and... look around the house. Yeah. yeah. Honey, I need another dog.
1: I need a I need a oh, mountain dog. Hold on.
0: <laughs> Rewind. Honey, I need a dog. Oh, I need another dog to make three. Mm-hmm. Honey, I need chickens.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, it's like whatever makes you happy whatever you know like it's just kind of that energy of if this is important to you then it will be important to me and um and not ever squishing or extinguishing even if when i have like crazy ass ideas i'm like we're gonna sell all our shit and we're gonna buy a camper and we're gonna live like you never meet that with like No, this is unreasonable. It's almost like, okay, let's talk about what that would actually look like. Sure. And we'll go into this fantasy place. Yeah, And not, I mean, some of the times, yes, we end up with three dogs. Other times it's like, okay, it's probably not the best idea. And it sounded really fun to just like get excited about it for a moment.
0: Right. And I think of the dog's example as you're like, honey, here's another dog. (laughs) We... It's a Bernie doodle, mm-hmm. but I always love them. And I, I mean, this was, uh, I was like, that's great. This is dog number three. Therefore, here is what I need. Right. Here's what I can do. Yeah. Here is Here are all the things I can do with dog number three. Here are all the things I'm going to need from you for dog number three. Yeah. If you can meet these, then we can do this.
1: Oh, if not you- only that. If you can meet these, I will drive to Ohio. But it was and I mean, back in one day to get this dog but for it was, you.
0: I mean, it was like I mean, part of this was like I can do this if there are certain like here is what I need from you, and I could like communi- I mean, I felt the place I could communicate and say I need these things. Mm-hmm. If you can do these things, then yes. If any part of you is like I don't know, then no. And like we could communicate those things effectively. And right. like I had no problem saying the answer is no, unless you can help me with X, Y, Z or, and if you can meet me here, then it's absolutely. Yes. The fact that he was in Ohio
1: was <laughs> never
0: a detriment. It was never yeah. a detriment. It was not, it had, it was great. I got to listen to an entire audiobook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think about how like, you know, it's easy for a lot of reasons. And, and in the best reasons too, this is not a judgment. It's easy when people have ideas or excitement around something to go to that place of like, ah, you know, I don't know how this would work. Like we we sometimes pump the brakes prematurely mm-hmm. when we don't have to be the like joy extinguisher on somebody's, you know, really exciting idea. Like right. we we can notice that our partners lit up about something and meet them in that place. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's also, definitely part of parenting as well like that's been mm. that's been a love language you know within the realm of parenting like whatever our children are wanting to do or excited about and we'll talk about that when we talk about talk about parenting another time but i think that that is a love language yeah for sure um the other language the other love language i have is you
0: have another separate five for me this is like i didn't know this You, i have- didn't
1: either until we started talking holy about cow. it holy um you, this one's silly.
0: This is patent pending. You're writing a book. <laughs> Genie's five love languages, this one's independent silly. from the other ones.
1: This one I probably would just call it um sweatpants and messy buns.
0: <laughs> okay, hold on.
1: Not buns buns, <laughs> like yeah, buns know. hair buns.
0: Uh, not buns buns. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz you know it's because our children are, don't live here all the time. If someone has two toddlers and it's like sweatpants and messy buns, they're like, no, enough. I don't no, want, I don't. That's not low. I, I don't want more of
1: that. Maybe they do. And no
0: one wants more messy buns <laughs> that are butts.
1: No one. Messy hair buns. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's like it's in the same category as. So like, wait, hold
0: on, Pauls. Just so mm-hmm. you know that this episode is going to be titled. Sweatpants and messy buns,
1: I love it. Um, <laughs> new love language <laughs> it's the it's that comfort zone where, you know, like there there doesn't need to be bring your most yeah. you know, charismatic, sexy archetype to the table. It's like you just get to be in your sweatpants and your messy buns. Mm-hmm. And not only, are you in your sweatpants and messy buns? And that's like a non-thing. Like that itself is endearing and attractive Mm. in this Mm -hmm. other way. It's like morning smells. Yeah, You know, it's like, I know what you smell like in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that isn't something that everybody gets to see or be a part of. It's like this very specific thing to... A relationship to our relationship mm-hmm. to the level of intimacy and connection so
0: yeah it's that i love that i love the idea yeah. of like because that goes into you know the first date where you're like best foot forward kind of thing which you know i think in previous episodes we mentioned were less likely to put on the false front and be like well here's what I'm actually about and who I am. And that's kind of an extension of it where like, yeah, this is how I smell in the morning. In the morning. And how, how is that? Is and this it's a the di- best. <laughs> is this a deal breaker? No, it's the best. Oh, it's thank the God. best. Yeah. <laughs> and not even like a thing where it's like, Ugh, this is how you look in the morning. I can deal with this until you get in the shower. You know, not like no. that where it's like, oh, this is actually a sweet endearing yeah. side, you know, part of you that, not everyone sees, and not even something that has to be dealt with or put up with, but something that's charming.
1: It's something that's charming, and it's very exclusive to mm. our relationship, like this connection and commitment that we have. That like we get to be in that space together, and it's a it's a sacred space. I'm gonna have to just use those words. It's sacred. Those words. It's a great word. Morning smell sacred morning
0: smells (laughs) i can't believe i found someone (laughs) that's willing to describe the way i smell in the morning as sacred it's true but i'm lucky
1: Mm, thank
0: christ (laughs) Mm. good job yay
1: we nailed it honey we nailed it we we
0: went through all five and we we came and we invented
1: 10 more like not yeah it's amazing amazing.
0: we're gonna we should publish these Patent pending. Copyright. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Yep, we're copywriting all those. Copywriting sweatpants, messy buns, but messy <laughs> <laughs> messy buns in morning. Messy smells. Butt men
0: smells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We're gonna. That's all right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we did it.
1: We did it, friends. Uh, Let us know if we you have a catchier phrase than top top five top hot five. Oh, the hot five. Hot five. Hot rank.
0: I keep wanting what? Say, I keep want to say rank because rank.
1: Hot things. rank. Rank sounds like stinky to me. Yeah, the stank rank. No, no, no. Oh, okay. okay, we're All gonna right. need some help with this. Well, so we're just we gonna call it hot five. Actually, in any you
0: know other love language, I would love to hear other. Uh, love I want to hear people's love languages. Yeah. Like, something else that's unique to you that doesn't fit in the original five. That's like this is how me and my person who I'm in relationship with. Love each other, show love, receive, you know, any, all mm-hmm. that kind of neat shit. I would love to hear. Oh, I didn't this.
1: even talk about book boners. <laughs> oh, what
0: a shame. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait till next time. We'll week. wait till next time. Let's talk about book boners. Let's talk about <laughs> book
1: boners. This is an explicit matter. Mutual
0: episode. victory. Mutual victory. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. Thanks, everyone.